Hi my S2S sisters, it's been a while, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, I am one half of S2S Kiki Sky, um, and I'm just coming out because we haven't posted in a while because my other half, Nana, she's not feeling well, and um, we haven't had any guest spots, but soon as she feels well and you know because her health is important we will be back soon with our you know our best selves to come and talk about the topics that we're going to talk about um if not then you know she's one of those where the show must go on so if i can get some guest spots or or i'll go solo we'll see you next week love you all hope everyone is being safe Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How are you? Welcome back. I know we took a long hiatus. We're sorry, but we had to take some mental breaks and we're okay. Everybody is healthy and well. I am one half of S2S Kiki Sky and my baby's here, Nana. It's her fault why we have a hiatus, by the way, because for one, she was sick. Okay, we ain't gonna say nothing. She was sick. We needed a break so we can start on season two. See, so I'm so gonna say it's her fault. It was it was her fault a little bit, and then okay, I put the blame on me too because I was to make sure I we wasn't had to ready for season two. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't ready. But here we are. So welcome back. So our first episode is about rekindling friendships or when to know to let go. Um, this is so personal to me, actually, because I'm going through this right now. It's funny. Um, I think my problem is I worry about time. When I'm friends with someone for so long, it becomes a comfort zone. And I don't want to let it go because I'd be like, okay, well, I've known her for XYZ amount of years. Or I've known him for XYZ amount of years. So I, it must be a value. To me. And I think that's my problem. So in a way, you afraid to let go? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say afraid to let go. I just take good consideration in letting go. I think I can let someone go faster if I knew them less than someone I knew longer. So friendship is to you is based on the amount of time you know the person. In some cases, yeah. Well, I haven't known you that long. How, what we on our third our third friend friend anniversary? You know what? I didn't even know people had friend anniversaries or take that as yeah, serious. You know, I ain't got you. Cause I don't. I never celebrated that, but I think it's so cool when people do because my cousin, she does her and her. Two best friends. They don't even call each other besties anymore. They say they're sisters. They actually do celebrate their friend anniversary. You know me, that girl. I don't. I just know I love people a long time. That's you know it. I that girl. So, but on a good note, um, recently I I had two, well, three, three beautiful friends, and I was the one that stopped talking to them. I was going through a lot of shit, so I backed away. Stop answering their calls. It was it was just a mess. So I met up with them this past weekend um, to help one of them move. 
And I was sitting there thinking like, oh my God, I miss these moments. Um, not to say I wanted to be back in the bestie clique or anything. I just missed how much fun we had. And I always wondered how can you get back to those moments or is it gone? Especially with my case, they didn't do anything wrong to me. It was me. It was me. I can admit it's me now, but before, if someone asked, like, where they been, I would always make it seem like it was them. They just stopped talking to me. I don't know. I'm the victim. I did. I played the victim role. And, um, but it was totally my fault. So I was like, I miss this. But how do you tell people you miss something, not necessarily to be back the best friend, but just occasionally hang out or talk to them or whatever the case may be. How do you go about doing that? But isn't it simple? You just do. Hey, John. Ah, hey, some yeah. people, hey, Kiki. Some people I know take that not, to heart, But you though. can say, hey, Kiki, I know we're not in the same spot as we were before, and I know I'm not sure how the friendship went, you know, Mm -hmm. away, but I would like for us to rekindle what we have. I'm not saying for us to get back where we are because it will take time. Mm -hmm. But at least we can start by saying, hey, how about I take you out to lunch? And then mm -hmm. doing lunch we can have a conversation. And then maybe the conversation could say, hey, we, you know, let's take back what we have. Or sometimes you just, you know, it may not be, it was not meant to be. I believe in what meant to be will be mm -hmm. and what, you know, what meant to be mm -hmm. won't be. So, you know, I'm, I'm a believer of that. I don't force on things. I just let things flow. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I know it's hard for people to let go of friendship. And I know sometimes it's hard for you to keep, you know, keep friendship also mm -hmm. too. Right. I had this friend in high school. And we, we were friends since middle school. And I remember, like, she was the, I, she was the person that I considered my best friend. Because she was the person that I, I was closest to as far as all my friends were friends. Mm -hmm. And then I remember it was like growing up, even though we were kids, I realized like there were certain things about her that I was realizing. Like every time I would tell her something, right? I would tell her two things all the time, a truth and a lie mm -hmm. all the time. And she would always get excited and like the lie more than she would like the truth. So it becomes to a point where I feel like I always have to come up with a lie to tell her, to keep her, you know, entertained versus the truth. It's kind of like I had to, when I was with her, I was never really myself. Mm -hmm. So because I wanted, I had, what I did was I became a version of myself that I wanted her to like mm -hmm. versus who I really was. So when I'm with right. other people, I was myself. I was completely myself. I didn't have any issue. But whenever I was with her, mm -hmm. it was kind of like, oh, my God. Like, I needed to be this person for mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. And when when we went away to school, we kind of, like, stopped really talking or whatever after high school. And then at some point, we decided we were going to rekindle our friendship. So it was going to go on. And then we started talking again. And, and then I realized in the middle of our conversation... I was doing the same thing. I was going back to that childhood kid mm -hmm. that I was that used to make up things for her benefit. Right. You understand? So it's like there are times like I would tell her something and it will be the truth, but she didn't want to hear the truth. Because to her, the lie that I was telling her was more yay than when I tell her the truth. So mm -hmm. it comes to a point where 
I had to ask myself, this is not healthy. I had to, literally I had to say, this is not healthy. Mm-hmm. This friendship is not a healthy friendship because mm-hmm. I can't keep making up someone for your benefit right. because this is not who I am. I'm not that person. So I don't want to be that person just for your benefit. I don't want to, if I'm with you and I can't be myself, then I don't really want to be in a friendship with you. Mm-hmm. And then when I got married, when I was having my wedding, and I remember, and she say something to me, and then I thought, huh, you know what? While we were on the phone, and I thought, you know what? I just realized why you and I kind of stopped talking after high school, and I think it was the it was the right choice. So, like I told her, and I said, it was the right choice for us to stop talking because I don't feel like you're a good friend, and I don't feel like you benefit in my life. Mm-hmm. So I think the best thing you can do for me is to just stop talking to me. So I haven't spoken to her ever since because to so me did she it was go to benefit. Your wedding or no, no, it, it benefit. It was it was it was the better the pretty thing, baby, y'all. We... It was it was it was the right thing for me. Mm-hmm. You understand? It was okay for me to say we don't have to talk anymore because I don't really want to have a conversation with you because I don't feel like I should have to make up lies just to be able to speak or to have a conversation with you. I didn't want to have to pretend to be somebody else that I wasn't. And then mm-hmm. if you ask me a question and I answer your question, like if we're friends and you hey, hey, say, you say, hey, nah, blah, blah. And I'll tell you, oh no, it was blah, blah. Don't tell me what you think it is because you already asked me a question. I've already answered the question because the moment you start telling me about it, you piss me off. Mm-hmm. And then once you piss me off and I tell people all the time and I know you know that I'm not afraid of losing people. I'm mm-hmm. not afraid because people have this thing where they feel like if we've been friends for so long mm-hmm. or if we family, then I'm supposed to have amnesia. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not forcing amnesia on myself. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you know what? Me and Kia, we, we like, we're like, oh, we like the girl, you know, she my girl, blah, blah, blah. We're cool. Mm-hmm. But you keep doing wrong to me. You keep right. doing me wrong. Right. How long am I supposed to keep saying it's okay because we're friends? We're friends. So if we're friends. You're supposed, I'm not supposed to force amnesia on myself to forget the things that you've done. Just like you should know that if we're friends, you should value that friendship mm-hmm. enough for you not to keep doing the same crap to me over and over again. So how are we friends if I'm the one who has to pretend like what you're doing is not happening? You understand what I'm saying? Right. So how is and that fair? That's the situation that I'm going through now. She has messed this particular person. Has messed me over so many times that I can't even keep count. That's why I think I like to keep my circle small. But my circle is small. Like, I like to keep my circle small because I like, I, I, I like, right now, I like the people that are in my life. Mm-hmm. I like the people that are, that I'm close to. I like the people that I know that I have that I can call and I can say, hey, Listen, I need you, and I know they're going to come running because they know that if they need me, I'm going to come running. Mm-hmm. You understand? I like it. It's like it's hard for me to open up my circle to other people. It's hard for me to get other people to come into the circle because I have this thing is if you come into the circle of friendship that I have, you can't try to change it. You right. can't try to make it more about you. You can't try because I like things a certain way, and I like people not to be mm-hmm. a certain way and then mm-hmm. I can't be that friend who can't tell you the truth mm-hmm. I can't be that friend to say oh no Heffa if you think that you're going to do this you're going to do this and I'm going to be okay with it then we have a problem mm-hmm. so I want to be the kind of friend that says hey you know what Kiki 
you were wrong. That mm-hmm. was completely wrong. And that was like mm-hmm. not cool, man. Don't Which do that I hate again. sometimes. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Like, if we're friends, <laughs> like if we're truly friends, right? If we're truly friends, mm-hmm. how is it not how is it not okay for me to tell you how I'm feeling? Right. If we're really friends, how is it okay for me to just hold on to how I'm feeling or just pretend like what you did to me didn't happen right. just so that I can make you feel better? That's right. not friendship. Right. And friendship should not be one way. Right. But it is with some people. Yeah, see, that I wouldn't be- work for some me. Some people are so self-absorbed that as long as they benefit... It's fine. Like, screw the other person. Which, that's how I feel in this instance. Some people... And I wouldn't even say that they realize... Because some people don't really have a clue how self-absorbed they are. Even though when it's told to them over and over and over, they just feel like they're they're the victim. Like, what do you mean? I didn't do this, or I didn't say this, or... Like, it's almost like they tell you how to feel. Well, that's not really fair. They tell you how to feel. Oh, that's not really fair because how are you telling me how I'm supposed to feel when I should be able to tell you how I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. I mean, how how is that called friendship? See, I think people do that not just with friends. And I think people do that with family. And I think that's 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 the problem that people have sometimes. They be like, well, that's my family. And then, you know, just because that's your family... Are you supposed to just keep turning your back on the fact that they keep... I don't know. I have this thing where... I know it sucks, but I have this thing where I feel like whether we're friends or we're family, the way or depending on how you live in your life, mm-hmm. I feel like affect me in a way. Mm-hmm. And if the way you live in your life or the way you are yeah. affect me in a way that... That, like... In the way that I have to say where I feel like it's too much for me, mm-hmm. then I will take a step back. And it doesn't matter if you're family or a friend. Mm-hmm. Because I can't watch my friends screw up all the time, and I can't tell you you're screwing up all the time. Mm-hmm. I can't watch a family member keep going down the drain, like you keep drip, drip, dropping, and then yet I'm standing there on the edge, you know what I'm saying? I'm just watching you falling, and I can't say, hey, dude, watch out. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So. If that's the case, I'd, I'd prefer to just take a step back and be like, hey, listen, I understand we're family and I understand we think we're, we're cool. If you need me, give me a call. Mm-hmm. But we don't need to hang out. We don't need to talk on the phone. We don't need to think. Listen, I'm here when you need me so you can give me a call. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to be friends. Right. You understand? We don't have to hang out. We don't have to chill because mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like your vibe. I don't like your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I don't like the way you think. I don't like the way you do things because I feel like when you do something, it's reflect. It's a nah. I just can't do it. So I was telling somebody the other day, and I said, "Listen, one thing I need to do this year, at the the end of the year, beginning of the new year, I need to clean closet." And there, it's not because. I'm cold. It's not because I'm mean, mm-hmm. but there's certain people I have to make the conscious decision to walk away from. Mm-hmm. I have to make the conscious the conscious decision to say enough is enough. I don't. I can't change you, and mm-hmm. I do not wish to change you because I cannot change people. I don't want to change anyone, right. but I do, however, feel like your life choices, your lifestyle, does not reflect my life. And it does not 
it does not coincide with my life choices. And I think it's great because I think everybody should be entitled to make their own choices and mm-hmm. to make their own mistake, mm-hmm. which is great. I just don't want to be part of that mistake. Correct. I just don't want to be part of that life. And I think that, you know, people do things, you know, once, twice. Mm-hmm. You learn from it. On a third time, if you're not learning from it, it's not for me to tell you one plus one equal two anymore. Mm-hmm. Because you can tell a child, hey, one plus one equal two, one plus one equal two. They're going to get it eventually. But if you notice that they're not getting it, I give up. I'm Listen, I will give up. I can't keep telling you same thing over and over and over and over again. That doesn't work for me. But that's how I feel as far as like friendship is concerned. But I sh- people shouldn't be afraid to let go of people. Because if you... Find someone, and I tell my daughter that all the time, you don't need, I don't need a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. I just need one really good friend, someone I can depend on and count on, and I can call through everything. As long as I have that, I am okay. You know what I mean? Like, I am okay. And sometimes, I know it's hard to, to walk away from friendship and i know sometimes it's hard to to walk away from family because i've known you my whole life you know you my girl but Mm. sometimes you have to ask yourself how are you benefiting me like what are you really doing in my life are you you know Mm. what i'm saying like are you moving my life in any direction Mm -hmm. like what are you really doing in my life and if the answer is nothing then losing you ain't gonna make nothing change ain't gonna change it ain't gonna make no difference you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So why why am I fronting? You know, I saw actually I just saw this like about a week ago. Um, Lala Anthony, I don't know if this interview was fairly old or fairly new, but of course you know things go viral on social media, mm-hmm. and she said that she had to learn that friendships, some friendships, had a start date mm-hmm. and it had an expiration date. And she said she, for a long time, would hold on to people just because of the titles they held or whatever the case may be. But then she had to learn that just like the seasons change, certain friends had their seasons and then it was time to go because the season that she was trying to go in, they didn't fit and they couldn't move to the next season with her. And I was like, hmm. True be that. True. And I was like, that it is, is so is. true. But it yeah, is. That's, that's it me is. All day, it right? is. It is. And then I remember, um, I also think it was Medea. I remember I was watching that was saying that too. Like some people, you know, it's like, it's like friendship is like a tree. I think he, he was saying. And it's that there are people who are, you know, the leaves on that tree. Mm-hmm. They go and they change, you know, they fly and they think they're balancing. The wind blows, they blow that way. You ever had like people in your life... When the wind blows, they blow that way. If you're mm-hmm. mad, they be like, but they you mm-hmm. but they not steady. They just those people. And then there are people who come into your life for real. Mm-hmm. They're not here to stay. They're here to teach you a lesson. And we do that in a relationship also. Yeah. They're not here to stay. They're here to teach you a lesson. And then you take that lesson and then you run with it. But that's what they were here. They were not here to stay. But sometimes people come into our life to teach us a lesson and we're trying to hold on to that person, whether it be in friendship or relationship. I don't try to hold on to what not for to something that was not meant to be. I've had cousins that I think they're great people. Mm-hmm. I really think they're amazing people. But do I want to be hanging out with them? No. Do I want to be in their circle? No. 
But do I think they're bad people? No, I think they're great people, but I don't want to be in their circle. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hang out with them. I don't want them to be the people that I call when something goes down. I don't. And this is me being truly honest. Mm-hmm. There are people that I feel like who are in my life right now, I really don't see their purpose in my life. I don't see their point in my life. But I try to keep them around because I feel like, you know what? You never know. And I think sometimes that's the problem. We always say, we never know. Well, what if I need them? Mm-hmm. Well, when the time comes, if I need you, I'll call you. Just like I be saying, go. When the time comes, if you need me, holla. Give me a call. I'm just one number away. That is our pretty baby, Kamora. <laughs> I am a, I am a check of all trades, you guys. I keep kids and do this podcast. And she was not supposed to be here. But she's, she's here. So gorgeous. But, um... Yeah, I really, I think I value time, but I have realized that sometimes when you keep people around for those times, it becomes so toxic that it consumes you and you become depressed, you become a whole bunch of other things because... But do you allow it could be to... like a roller coaster? It's just one big emotional roller coaster. And even though you know the outcome and you know what the outcome is gonna be, you still expect them to be better. And I don't know how. But do you allow people to do crap to you on the basis of friendship? Just because we're friends, I'm supposed to let you do this and that to me? That's a good question. I can't even answer that. That's what oh, I'm saying. Amazing. Like, do you? Because the thing is, is that sometimes people do things to us, and then we forgive them because they're friend, or mm-hmm. we forgive them because they're family. But if they were not your friend or they were not your family, would you have forgiven that person for that? You understand? Probably not. And I think sometimes where so, my forgiveness come from, you know how when you know certain people and you know how they are, so it's just like. Well, you expect that I from was, them? Yeah, I no. expect that mm. from them. So, mm. you know what? I'm just going to sweep it on the rug because mm. I know that's how that mm. particular person is. Mm-hmm. But I notice as time passes... See, I feel like that's an excuse. It's becoming an emotional toll mm-hmm. that I don't want. And especially now in my life, um, and See, I have I... told my mom this, now that I have experience where God has put people in my life... Where I've experienced what true friendship looks like. It's like I don't want those things that I held on and said, oh, they're my friend. I think that. But see, it's like, why should we have to, why should I have to put away my feelings to make you feel better just because we're friends? I don't like that. I shouldn't have to put away my feelings to, to, to make you feel better about yourself and then we call that friendship that is not friendship it really isn't it really isn't do i think i'm cold no do i think i'm mean mm. sometimes we leave that up here um but one thing i feel though is that if we're gonna be friends why can't i be honest with you about certain things if you do this to me or you say this to me, why can I say, hey, Kiki, I don't like that. Why can I say, hey, Kiara, this really bothers me? Why can I say, hey, Kiara, you did this to me and it really pissed me off? Mm-hmm. Why can I say that to you? 
if we're friends well, why know, why should it be an issue for me to say man what you did was really messed up kid like i really didn't like what you did to me because as your friend you should have known me enough to know not to do that crap to me because some people are yes yes men i should say yeah but see i ain't me nah see <laughs> you know i'm not that yes ma'am yes thing i'm like uh what the hell get it together get it together my mom has this three strikes you out policy and that is her policy for every scenario, whether it's friends, whatever, whatever it is. She has that three strike shot. I wish I had that. Sometimes I just be like, I don't know. I think me, I try to see the good in everybody. Even when you know, sometimes you be like, uh, uh-uh, this ain't, this ain't it. So I think I kind of open myself or set myself up to. Be let down in a way. Yeah. Because I, I see the good in, in, in everything. Even though you know I didn't really see no good. I just couldn't stand you. But you know what? I didn't even know why, y'all. I don't even know why. It's okay. Because I always come off as... Like, I, I know we said this story before. No, I but know. Oh, oh I know. God. I know. I get that. I get that about me. I get that when people meet me. I come off as a, you know... <laughs> But That's it's right. like once you get to know me, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not that. I'm not a I'm no, not that mean you of a are person. One of the most beautifulest people I ever met. But it's just like I'm but like one of those people like I need to yeah. keep I like to put my guards up. I do, I know I like to do that and I know like you because don't. I feel like people have this thing where they're just it's like they like to show you their true colors and you're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? I don't want to waste my time and my energy on a friendship and then only for it to turn out to be like, mm, nah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. like to waste my time on people and then find out it's like, wow, that was a waste of six time of friendship. Mm-hmm. That was a waste of, uh, you know, a year of friendship. I just wasted mm-hmm. my a whole year talking to you. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like I need to stop seeing it that way. I, I need to stop seeing it as a wasted, wasted time mm-hmm. and start seeing it as, hey, you learned a lesson. And that was a but lesson learned, and then move on know. from it. No, sometimes, just like she said, it's seasons. But I don't regret anybody who came into my life, whether it was good, bad, or ugly, because I really believe they were the makeup of who I am, and why I chose to be a certain way. I'm not sure regret would be a word that I would but use. It's more like I'm so sweet, y'all. I'm just one of those sweet little people where mushy. Yeah, where people take Girly. advantage a lot. I'm just so sweet. I can't help it. Girly. I want to help. I'm one of those where I just feel like I can help everybody or want to help everybody or just... And I don't even care to take credit. I just want to help if I could be a help. But like my grandma said, that would be a blessing to me or a curse because that's my personality and that's my makeup. If I call you friend, I take friendships very seriously. Um, so if I call you my friend, you're my friend. If I say I love you, I love you. I don't use that word just to use it. So I get so bent out of shape when people don't value me as much as I value, value them. But everybody doesn't love the same. I get that. But I just feel like I should... Be treated the way I treat them. If I'm there for you, you should be there for me. Without any questions asked. But I have learned that friendships and relationships are so one-sided. So how do we cut those 
off? Is it something that can be done like right away? Is it gradually done or like how do you cope with that? You know me, I'm different. I just like (laughs) buy and and get sleep. (laughs) I sometimes feel guilty. Sometimes I ain't even gonna lie. I sometimes feel guilty, like, oh my God, did I just tell them I didn't want to talk to them no yep. more? And it's so terrible, but I have done it in the past, but I have learned to just love me. And I think the moral of this story is you have to value you more than anything. So if something is not healthy for you, it is okay to say it's not healthy for me and I'm finna go. Notice I said finna. Remember we said what what word is not a word. Well, friendship is what I think to me, friendship is someone, a true friendship. When you're friend with someone, it's someone who allow you to be yourself. Whether I am crazy, loud, or you just, they allow you to be you. They don't try to change who you are. They don't try to make you better or, well, let me rephrase that. They try to help you get better and certain things that you want to do, but they don't make you worse. But they still allow you to be yourself. A friend don't come into your life and say, you know what, Kiki, you talk too loud, girl. Break it down. That's who you are. Mm -hmm. Or I know sometimes I joke around with you and I'm like, oh, my God, you're so mushy and you're so girly. But that's who you are. And that's one of the things I love about you, even though I might joke around about it. But I love that about you. I love the fact that you very girly and like girl things. Because you never know. You never know what's going to happen. So I always... Make sure I tell people the ones, especially the ones I love that I love them. Yeah, Nana that hates that. I don't, I, I, I don't hate that. It's just that you are, you like to hug. I tell her time. I love her like 30 times Ooh, a day. Hugs people. And she's like, like, oh my God, did she just tell me that this morning? No, but. it's not that you just, you like to hug. It's like, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I'm all like, oh, I like to what's up? show my appreciation. Yeah, but you could dab. So if That's I like, love you, I'm going to give you hugs and I'm going to give you Couldn't kisses. we just dab it out? Like, boom, beam. You like, know shout like, out to your sister, Tisha. I just told her I can't wait that I see her so I can give her lots of hugs and dab. kisses. It's okay to dab That's people. just how I am. But you don't have to hug. You could just dab. Yes, no, I, I hug. Well, people. So, but when should you rekindle? Because we, I don't think we have I don't know. answer I think that it's question. Like when you feel like you know, I think you'll know. I think when it's time for you to rekindle, you know, because you, you know, when that conversation, when you sit down with that person at that table, you having that conversation, you know, in your heart, if why, and then you will ask yourself, why did I end this friendship in the first place? Ask yourself that question. And if that answer is the same as you see in the, in the front of you right now, or if you don't see any changes from that, then walk away. But if you see that, okay, that was stupid. And that person is better than I thought. Then rekindle that friendship. Right. Because the friendship is based on you. Nobody can tell you how to really be on a friendship. Right. You only know you know. Mm. All right, we love you guys. We hope you like this episode. And we are back. So I don't know how many episodes we are back for season two. But we're back. And we'll be here every... I don't know, it keeps changing. Because before we was every Tuesday, Wednesday, or... Thursdays and Thursdays. Okay, so Tuesdays and Thursdays is still the same. We're here every Tuesdays and Thursdays. We love you. And remember, friendship is a two-way street. It's not a one-way thing. So remember, if you're a friend to someone, allow that person to be a friend to you. Yep, and say bye, Kamora. Bye. Bye.
Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I am one half of S2S Kiki Sky here. Welcome to episode two of season two. I am so excited, you guys, because we haven't been with you guys in a long time, and I so miss it. I miss it, I miss it, I miss it. And, of course, you know Nana's here. She pimps me to do all the talking. <laughs> okay, so this is another personal. I know this. the first one was a personal, and now the second one is a personal. Okay, so me and hubby, love you, love you, love Before you. you start, let's talk about what we're going to talk about this oh, episode. Oh, okay, before I get into that, I'm so sorry. Today's gonna... episode is about children and within a marriage. Is it like a children you have within the marriage when you first started out at the marriage? Like if like if I'm dating someone, I know he got kids and he's bringing kids into the to the marriage or is it like, okay, we're together and we're married and you have a child within the marriage type of thing. So we have to kind of like differentiate the two. So go ahead. Okay. So in my case, my kids came into marriage. He has none biologically, which is super, super honorable in his behalf. Cause I don't know if I can do it per se, especially now that I've experienced it firsthand. I probably could, but right now I don't think I could have. But we have no biological, and I am not sure if I wanted at this point, especially at my pretty age of 25. <clears throat> I don't know if that's what I want. So here's the question. Would outside kids be acceptable, especially if there's no children involved biologically? Would you accept your spouse to be willing to say, okay, if you don't want to do this for me, and I want one, is it okay for me to step outside to get one? Now, what I mean by step outside, I don't mean I have my um, son say do the boom boom. I don't mean do the boom boom and get a child, even though sometimes that can't be the case. We could talk about both scenarios, but in this case is if he goes out and finds someone who's legitimately willing so you're saying to like give you, the baby. Let me cut you off. So mm -hmm. you're saying that I'm giving you permission to go out and have a child. Right. Okay. No, I just wanted to make sure I clarify that. So, right. Okay. But we're going to talk about both scenarios. Let's say, you know, they go out and have this child without your permission. And if they go out to have it, you know, with your permission. Either way, is it acceptable in your eyes? I guess that's what we're trying to say. Um, in my standpoint, I'm just talking for the now because I could feel some type of way later. If he went out and just got one and said, hey... You wasn't willing to give me one. This is what I outside went and did. I don't think I would be willing to accept it only by the mere fact that it was done outside of the boundaries of me going to permit him to do so. Now, if it was something discussed and said, hey, I found someone. This is going to be our baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But in those instances, technically, that's still the other female's child, not mine. So what if the woman wants her baby per se like hey no i want my baby then what i do i'm stuck because now it's like it becomes a wife and baby mama situation now i want to chime in <laughs> so no no no, it's not that i want to chime in okay so are we saying that okay because i'm trying to understand the concept of the whole thing that's happening are we mm -hmm. saying that okay let's just say if you were to come up and you're like hey hubby um i know that you know, we don't have a child together. Mm -hmm. And then we find so-and-so who's willing to give us a child. And then, mm -hmm. you know, we'll use... Because technically, that's not your child. Exactly. Because that would be the thing. But when you, if that's the case or that's the way you decided to go, shouldn't you get a contract? Because I know I'm... I'm I, it's just right. because yeah, in my yeah, mind... Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm a... 
business comes to mm-hmm. my mind first. Mm-hmm. So are we getting a contract to saying that, hey, we're signing a contract and this is it, you donated the sperm or you donated the thing. So my husband and you, we're going to have a child together, but mm-hmm. it's not really your child because, you know, per contract, this is, this will be my child. Right. But how do you think you would feel as far as like loving that child, feeling that that child is yours? Like, because I know you might say at the beginning, you might say, well, this mm-hmm. is my child and mm-hmm. I love the child. And then when the mm-hmm. child come out, it's a reminder of what mm-hmm. you don't have. But wouldn't that be like, you understand what I'm saying? So that's why I want you to be realistic. Because technically, if let's say it's the the woman's egg and not mine, you know, what if the baby comes out looking like exactly like her? So every day that's like a constant reminder. Oh my God, this baby looks just like her. How can I justify it? That this is my baby when we know good and well it looks like the the donor or whatever the case may be. I think I'd feel more comfortable if I knew it was she's just donating her body. It's my egg, it's his sperm, and that is done. But that may not necessarily be, be the, case. the case or an option. So I don't know. Because well, okay, here's the thing. When I was younger and I used to date and I used to always say, God, please do not allow me to be in a relationship with someone who already had a child. Because <laughs> I told you that all the time. You don't do I blended. never no, I don't do blended family. Because I was very much because I'm very much it's not because I don't think I could love another mm-hmm. big person child. Because right. I think I can. I'm very capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. It's just that I wanted the father of my child to be to have only children with me. I've always Absolutely. wanted all my children to be one by one daddy. Mm-hmm. And I've always used to say, I don't, like, I've had plenty of people that when before I got married who was talking to me. Mm-hmm. But because they had children already, mm-hmm. or because they had already been married, it was hard for me to say, I'm going to be in a relationship with that person. Right. Or I'm going to want a life with that person. Because right. I didn't want to be second baby mama. Right. I didn't want to deal with baby mama drama. I didn't want to deal with the other woman. Right. I didn't want to deal. Other because I feel like, even though I can be an adult about it, mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be an adult about mm-hmm. it. Because I feel like if we're going to be a blended, blended family, mm. it needs to be a blended family. Correct. Meaning that, let's just say, if I know that you had a baby with hubby mm-hmm. before I came in and then I'm married to him, I have a child with him. I expect if I'm having Christmas or Thanksgiving, I should be able to say, hey, Kiara, mm-hmm. I'm having Thanksgiving dinner. We're going to be here. I would love for your child and my child to be together. Mm-hmm. Let's have th- let's have Thanksgiving in my house together. I need to be in a... I feel like if I couldn't do that, then I don't want that blended right. family. Because to me, if we, if you scared to come to my house, because or if I'm going to be worried about, oh, I wonder if hubby's going to be looking at her and want... You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then to me, it's just like all of that is just immat- immaturity. So I wouldn't right. do that. Right. So I never wanted that. So... And God blessed me with that. My husband, I'm his first wife. He's, well, uh, his only wife. Mm-hmm. And then he's my husband. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have, there's no outside kid. Mm-hmm. There's no none of that. Mm-hmm. But, so, since, you know, with this topic, it's also personal for me. Because with me, you know, I had a hysterectomy. Mm-hmm. So, I can't have children. Right. We, but we have one. God had blessed us with a child. But I brought that up to my husband the other day. And I said, listen, if you wanted to have another child, Mm-hmm. And I would understand that. And if you wanted to have another child with someone, I would be okay with that. Right. I would be okay with that. What's the stipulation? But that's, that's because I know me. You understand what I'm saying? Right. I know I could handle it. And I know that if my husband had a baby with somebody else, as long as that person know that that's not your child. <laughs> that is not your child. Mm-hmm. Don't step foot into my door. Don't be like, oh, that's my baby. No, that's not your child. You giving us a child. 
Mm-hmm. I don't care if, it, if it's that person, you know, sperm or whatever. If it's mm-hmm. my husband's sperm and that person eggs, it doesn't really matter to me. Right. But once that child is born, that's our child. Mm-hmm. Not your child. Your name mm-hmm. will not be on that birth certificate. Mm-hmm. You will not be near to this child. This is my child. I would mm-hmm. raise this child because I know I can love this child. And right. As long as it's my husband's kid, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be biologically mine. I will, wow. hand, I will take care of that because that's Gerald because you know how I feel about my husband. Right. So as long as that's his, mm-hmm. that will be mine. Mm-hmm. But if it's in a way that let's just say he come home one day, he be like, "Babe, we need to have a conversation," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What's up?" Mm-hmm. And he be like, "Listen, I whatever, whatever." And then she's telling me we having a baby, and I'm like, "What? Well, you know what? I understand you wanted another child. That's completely understandable. I'm not mad. I'm not upset. You want to have another baby, but here's the thing, though." You knew the deal. You, if it was something that I was aware of, it was something that we will, it will be cool. But mm-hmm. the fact that you went out and you slept with somebody else, you had another baby. Well, you know what? It ain't a big deal. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: you go your way, now I go my way. Mm-hmm. There's not let's have a conversation about it. And he knows we're not having a conversation about it. You did your thing. I'm glad. I'm happy for you because you always wanted you wanted another child. Because my husband, like he said, he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. That if he has another child because he's blessed with one and he's okay right, with that. Right. The mostly I think it's more me so mm-hmm. that I want a child than him. Mm-hmm. But if he were to go out and have another baby with somebody else right now, come up to me and be like, "Hey, babe, I don't... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, listen, I'm not upset because you know me. I don't get wild out about things that I, that's out of my control. Because me getting mad about it, me throwing a fit about it, is not mm-hmm. going to change the situation. Mm-hmm. You understand? What I'm saying I could throw a fit, I could get mad, I could cry. The you know what I'm saying? The lady's still going to be pregnant, so that's not going to change the situation. So the best mm-hmm. thing I could do for you is say, okay, I understand. Let's just go our separate way. Mm-hmm. Go and handle it because I wouldn't want your child to grow up without a daddy. Mm-hmm. And you should be there for your child because if you were man enough to lay down with this woman and get her pregnant, you need to be man enough to stay there and take mm-hmm. care of your child. Mm-hmm. And if you know my husband, a child of his is not a child that's going to go out and not be taken right. care of. Right. But I wouldn't have to have anything to do with that. Right. And I would never prevent Jaden. From having a relationship with that they're child sibling, either. Of because they're siblings. So mm-hmm. I would never say, hey, I don't want you to speak to that child. That's not my place. Mm-hmm. I would never do that. Because to me, that would be selfish on my part. Correct. And that would be really stupid and ignorant on my part. So Jaden's relationship with that child has nothing to do with me. Jaden should be able to have a relationship with that child. Mm-hmm. Whether he chooses to stay with this lady or not, that's irrelevant to me. Because mm-hmm. the moment I say we split... What you do has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. What I do in my life has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? The only thing that I do tell him all the time is that I would want us to have the decency to keep our relationship. It's for us like, right. we we don't have to be friends. Right. But we do need to speak because we have a child together. And that child, I'm not going to miss out on my baby's graduation because you're going to be in a room and I'm going to be an ass about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to not be there for my child when she's having a child because I'm like, wait, is your daddy in the room? So I'm not going to show up. No, I want us to be able to celebrate her the milestone in her life together has a family not because we're together has a family Mm -hmm. but because we created her together has a family Mm -hmm. and i tell them that all the time if we're not together anymore i don't want us to miss out on Jaden's life event because we can't stand to be in the same room together i don't want to not be there for my child because i'm like well you know what daddy had this holiday i'm gonna have the next holiday i don't want that right i want us to enjoy the together and it has a family i mm-hmm. want us to always even if we're not together even if we get a divorce has a family to me like i tell him the fact that we had a child together we were married we will always be family mm-hmm. that is a giving anyone who comes into your life they need have to understand, to understand that. that anyone right. who come into my life would have to understand that we're all family regardless though as long as Jaden bind us together we are family right. that is for life right you understand so but to bring a child no 
to me, I would still talk to him because I'll still need him to be in Jaden's life. Right. But as far as me being his wife or no, that that that's a like nah. We this right here. Mm -mm. <laughs> But for me, for me to, but the only thing I don't want, I don't like or want is when a woman decided to stay. If you're going to, if you decided that, let's just say your hubby come home, right? And he told you he's having a child with another person and you know that shit hurts you. Mm -hmm. And you know you're in a lot of pain and you know you're crying about it and you know, but you choose to stay. Mm -hmm. You choose to stay because you have that option. You have the choice to walk away. But if you choose to stay, mm -hmm. you cannot tell this man he cannot have a relationship with that child because Think about it if it was you. If it was you. That's how you ask the women have to think about it. If it was you who was going to that situation. If it was you that had that child. Would you not want that baby daddy to be in that child's life? So why why would you stay and not want him to be a part of his child's life? Mm -hmm. Because if you were the mother, you would have an issue with that. Correct. So to me, it's selfish and hypocrite for me to say that I'm going to stay. But yet I don't want you to have a relationship with your child. Or your child can't come to my house. or you No, because I chose to stay. Because if I'm choosing to stay. Mm -hmm. It means that I'm choosing to take upon the whole mess that is your relation that is your mess. Right. Because I don't stay without taking on your mess. You married when you married a man, you married his mess. Cause I tell my husband all the time, when you married me, you married my craziness. Mm -hmm. You knew I was nuts. Because mm -hmm. you were my friend. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You me and him, we were friends before we got married. Mm -hmm. We were friends before we started messing around. So you knew me. You knew mm -hmm. I was crazy. You knew there's there's a lot of I'm you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of me loose screws in my head. But you chose to marry me. So when you see my crazy come out, you can't get mad and be like, oh my God. No, you knew that about me. Mm -hmm. And you knew I have a little stick mouth once in a while. You know, well, mm. oh. but stop okay. saying all the time. It's not all the time. My mouth is not stick <laughs> all the time. Sometimes. But he knew that. He knows that about me. If you tell him, he'll be like, yep, that's my wife. Because he knows that. You understand what I'm saying? No. So if you choose to stay, stay. But do not give that person a hard time about the fact that you choose to stay. Because you make that choice. You make the conscious choice. The conscious decision to decide you're going to stay. So right. if you stay, why are you giving him hell? You understand what I'm saying? So to me... Because it's a reminder they don't want no, to be reminded no, of. But no, no, no. But you chose to stay. You could have just walked away. That's correct. I didn't do blended family. I knew I didn't want a blended family. I knew I didn't want a man with child. I know I didn't want to have a thing. So it's like, to me, it was simple. It was easy. I was in a relationship before hubby. I was engaged before hubby. I wanted to get married. But the moment I find out it was a child coming into the picture, I take a step back because I said, that is not my future. That is not my life. I knew that the fact that, especially I knew the fact that you had this child while we were in a relationship, it was going to be a hard thing for me. Right. Because I know who I am. I know there's no way I was going to have the heart to tell you to walk away from your child. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So at the same time, I know it might be hard for me to see you with a child all the time, especially if we don't have one ourselves. So I couldn't do it. So I stepped away and I walked away and I let them be happy in your, in your situation. But to me, it's like sometimes we women get a little selfish and we forget that. that we, you know what I'm saying? Like you might have issue with your baby daddy. Mm -hmm. Oh, my baby daddy didn't step up. But yet, your husband have a kid another with somebody else. You want him to walk away. But it's not the same thing that the other... You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't like that. That is the concept I do not like. That's why I tell my hubby. Okay. <laughs> you know me a little bit too well. It's better. If you're going to step out, let me know. Let me know before you do it. <laughs> you ain't even got... You know what I'm saying? Or if you did, let me know. Be like, hey, I stepped out on you. Let me know. So I know how crazy I'm supposed to go. And I know how nuts I'm supposed to go. And I know how. 
if I choose and choose not to forgive you, that will be on my choice, on me. I tell people all the time, that's my choice. That's why I tell people in their relationship, if your your boyfriend, your girlfriend did something to you or whatever, whatever, that's your, I could tell you, oh my God, Kiki, why he did them do da, 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 da. But don't let that affect your decision. Mm -hmm. Don't let that affect your choice because that's, I, I don't lay in bed with your man. Right. That's a you thing. Just like I tell people all the time, when it comes to relationship, I take a, I like to take a step back. If I'm sitting here, you and hubby got into a fight and he's smacking you, I'll be like, listen, uh-uh. Wait till y'all get home to do this because don't do this in front of me. I ain't getting in the middle of it. I ain't trying to separate y'all fight, but you can't do this here. Right. Just, oh, oh, give me a second. Let me walk away and then continue. I'm not going to get in the middle because at the end of the day, I don't lay in bed with him. That was your choice. You chose this man. You wanted to be with this man. You picked this man. That man did this to you, especially if it's not the first time. Last time he did it, you still got lay, lay in bed with him. The second time he did it, you still lay on the bed with him. And the third time you think I'm going to be sitting here trying to talk. No, nigga. That's your choice. Right. You chose that. You decided to be in that relationship. Not me. Because me, the first time a man will put your hand on me, it'll be the last time. You know what I'm saying? I wish my husband could have been in this conversation so he would have told you. One time you would have tried that, it would have been the end of it. Because I tell people I don't get hit. I don't do it. As a child, I used to say I don't get hit. And as an adult, I definitely ain't getting hit. <laughs> so that's just how it is. It's like, but it's it's up to you. But how would you feel? If hubby decided he came up to you and he says, hey, Kiki, I really want a child. And I know right now we're not having a child. But so-and-so is saying that they'll be willing to take to have a child for us. How would that make you feel? I have to eat it. Because I just feel so hypocritical. What do you mean? To say, here, accept my kids. And then you're bringing me an opportunity where you can... Be a father to a child biologically. I don't think that's... How would I say no? But I don't think that would make you a hypocrite, though. Because I feel... Well, I think... Well, okay, this is how I see it. When we got together, you knew I had the children. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he had the child, a child or the children before or when you guys got together. Mm -hmm. This is different. Because now we are in a marriage. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So, because if it was something that was... We're in a marriage. So it's different to me. When you have an outside children, what you have before we got married, then when you were actually in the marriage with me. You understand what I'm saying? Gotcha. To me, it's different. And if, like I tell hubby, I would have loved it. And I said, man, if we could find somebody, especially if they could give us a boy, and I would be, would be <laughs> to him, he'd be like, the way he sees it is that I would love to have another child, but only if you can provide that child. Gotcha. But I and in, and I tell him all the time, like I would love to have given you that, but I can't. But I would love for us to do it. But to him, he feel like it's not the same to have it with somebody else. He always said, "I just I want it with you." So if if I could get some eggs in me and then get his eggs and put it together, and if somebody carries it, even that he's not really cool with. But he's he'll be willing to do that. Mm -hmm. But it needs to be our child. Gotcha. Not somebody else's child in him. It needs to be our child. If not, he said, listen, I'm perfectly happy with the one child that I got. Because I love this child we have. We have a kid together. God bless us. There are people who are Ooh, really yeah. need some and who cannot have none at all. So we should Correct. appreciate it. Correct. But, you know, even before, which is another topic one day I want us to kind of talk about, which is infertility. Because oh. even before I had my hysterectomy, I had a problem with infertility. I had right. a problem, you know, right. with, 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 you know, getting pregnant or right. carrying full term. So... It was just something that he, I think he got to a point where he didn't want to see me go through it anymore. 
Gotcha. So to him, the fact that we have one kid, he felt like it's a blessing in itself. And then we are blessed to have a child. And we should be happy that we have that child. Because, yeah, I think my husband got to a point where he was just getting tired of me going through the whole process and of the emotion, Yeah, an emotional toll, it not only takes on you and your body, mentally, physically, emotionally, all of that. It takes a toll on him as well, the excitement of thinking that... Of thinking that, you know, it's a baby coming and then nothing comes. So I get it. I get it, I get it, I get it. But I think now I just, uh, it doesn't matter. As long as he don't cheat on me to get it. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, but then that would mean that if he comes to you and bring up the conversation, that's something you're willing to have a conversation on. Mm-hmm. Well, see, then that's good. Then at least you know it's a conversation. I just don't like when they do it behind your back. Like, right. don't, don't surprise me and be like, oh, hey, babe. It, uh uh we're having a baby no we're not having a baby you're, you're having, having a, baby. a baby exactly i mean that's mm-hmm. understandable i think it's like that's when you I would love mind someone them. you you want them to have all the things that they want that they want and not only like with me i know the joy of holding your baby for the first time uh-huh. all of that that comes with it their first steps their first this their first that and that's something you that want he, i want him but to what have. about adoption but isn't that like if you decide to adopt a child, a newborn, like there are people who who allow you to go through the process of pregnancy with them. Mm-hmm. And then so they might have like, hey, I'm pregnant and I don't want to have an abortion. I would love to, you know, and it's a process. Then you still get to go to the appointment with them. You still get to go through the whole process. Right, and but be there they're in the allowed room. to change their mind. Because I looked into that. I didn't necessarily consult him, but I did look into that moons ago and they can change their mind. See, that's the problem, though, because you don't want to go through that emotional toll mm-hmm. with someone. Because, I mean, you know, there's a lot of, like, especially, like, with the celebrities, there's a lot of them that uses other people to carry out their children. Yeah, yeah. And it's no different. This is not your child. This is mine. Sarah and Jessica stuff like Parker that. is one um, of them. I know, um, um, what's the other one? The, um, the Wade family. Yeah. Gabrielle Union was one of them. Mm-hmm. I know, um, you know, my girl. Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. her twins were carried mm-hmm. by somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 I mean, I think it's okay to, I don't know. I, I think it's like before we probably used to be like, oh, we family. But I think now family come in all shapes, size, and yeah. form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I feel like sometimes, you know, it used to be like the family was the people you were born into. Yeah. I don't think so anymore. I think your family yeah. is who you choose to. I think you can pick and choose your family now. Because the sometimes the people who were born into your family are the people you want to be your family. <laughs> That's the truth. You be like, bye, get out of my life. Like, you know? <sighs> and sometimes the people you you didn't even give life to are the people that mm-hmm. you could depend on and trust the most. Mm-hmm. So to me, I don't know. I think family, it's it's just that. I think yes. it's okay too. I think it's okay to want. But I don't I don't know. I don't think it will be selfish at all to say, wow, that hurt my feelings or like you, like as if you wouldn't be able to have an opinion about it. Mm-hmm. That would be selfish. Like to say, I don't have an opinion about it. I, I have an opinion about it. I'm a person. I'm allowed to feel some type of way because somebody is giving my husband something that I, I can't, can't give. give him. Yep. You understand? And it's like, yeah, I, I mean, because me, I process it a lot. I thought about it a lot. I went over the whole scenario. That's how I know that I've dealt with it emotionally. I've dealt, mm-hmm. So that's how I know, like, I'm ready. Like, if that were to happen, 
I'll be not behind my back though. Like if we were That's to decide that we want to do it, it I'm okay with it. Be I would be able to handle it. Right. I would be able to deal with it because I'm, I know me and I know I'm strong enough to handle something like that. And I also know that I'm ready to handle something like that. And it wasn't something that I did overnight. It was mm-hmm. something that I had to process. It was something I had to cry about. It was something that I had to pray about. It was the thing that I had to have so many conversations with myself about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There are times I would be sitting in a car having a conversation. You would have thought I was crazy. Because I needed to hear this conversation out loud to myself. Right. To hear if I could handle it. Right. I could handle it. So, but I can, I get to a point where now I'm at peace with it. And now I'm okay with it. He doesn't want to, but I wouldn't mind. Right. Actually, I would love it. I would love for us to have another little one running around the house. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would love it. But that's just the way it is. It's, you know what I'm saying? But but that would be an episode I would love for us to talk about infertility. This one person I would love for actually, us to bring along. Um, well, we don't know. We'll have to gather and do our research. We love you guys. Let us know what you think. Thank you for listening to our conversation. And you can always leave us comment and let us know what you think about it. How do you feel about the situation? How would you feel if you were in the position to to do that? Because I know it's not an easy topic. It's not an easy subject. And it's a lot of times you have to think about the relationship that you're in also with that person you're in a relationship with. That's something that's important. Because I've known a situation where that happened and the men end up leaving the woman for the one who gave them the child. Ooh. Stop so it. that's some yeah. I would die. That's what I'm saying. That's some all those because I went and processed this whole thing because I think of all the scenarios also. Mm-hmm. So I that's the reason why I say mentally, emotionally, I'm ready because I've known the whole like I've you understand what I'm saying? I've right. experienced people who went through this situation and all that stuff that happened. So those are all questions. Yes. You have to ask yourself. You have to tell yourself and ask yourself this question. What are you willing? How far are you willing mm-hmm. to go? And how much or how important is it for you to want to have a child? Just like people want to have kids and they're willing to have kids any other way. However, as long as they have a child, you would just have to ask yourself the question. So, guys, ask yourself that question and let yourself know what are you willing to and not willing to do. And no one is judging. And if anyone is judging, tell you, hey, judge your mama, don't judge me. <laughs> have a great one and happy holiday. Bye.